0: Yes, yes, welcome into another edition of the Tim McKernan Show here on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios, which for the next couple of months are located in Jupiter, Florida. And this week I have been participating in the Cardinal Fantasy Camp, and it has been uh, an incredible experience. I cannot recommend it enough to uh, area Cardinal fans to come down to Jupiter, Florida, And experience this uh, ranging from Hall of Famers like Ozzie Smith, Bruce Suter, uh, and Whitey Herzog uh, participating to recent former Cardinals. And Cardinals from days gone by, they're out here, and it couldn't be a more phenomenal experience than to, first off, just play baseball. I hadn't swung a bat in 25 years up until a couple weeks ago. And, uh, and then be in this weather and be around this organization. It has been incredibly fun. Um, my manager is Alan Bennis, uh, teammates with uh, Ryan Franklin and Scott Cooper. And as I sit here and uh, talk with you at this particular moment, we are 2-1 and, and tied for first in our division with uh, Ozzie Smith's team and David Eckstein's team. And, uh, you know, we're hoping to get to the championship game. And, of course, I'll keep you uh, apprised of how that develops uh, over the next couple of days because uh, this is some heated competition with balls coming in, I would say, at least sometimes at 50 miles an hour with no movement. So if you can if you can catch up with one of those, uh, you can really make your mark here. So the thing that I wanted to make sure that I did while I was at Fantasy Camp was catch up with a few guys um, who I know Cardinal fans Uh, would be interested in hearing from and so one of those people uh, is former Cardinal Brian Jordan who is participating in the Fantasy Camp and he is our guest this week presented by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. I always like talking with Brian anyway because he was even when he was playing he was always a great uh, soundbite but Recently, we saw the former Heisman Trophy winner, I should say current Heisman Trophy winner, former Oklahoma Sooner quarterback, Kyler Murray, make the decision to enter his name into the NFL draft. And so it looks like Kyler Murray could become the what Brian thinks is the fourth ever player to play both. And we're not talking about just minor leagues or anything like that both NFL and Major League Baseball simultaneously. You have Bo Jackson, you have Deion Sanders, and you have our guest today, presented by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, Brian Jordan. So we talked about that. We talked about the fantasy camp. My team had just defeated his team. Um, I would say my involvement was incredibly important. I had one uh, plate appearance. It resulted in a strikeout. It was a controversial strikeout, though, because I swung and missed for the third strike. And so it's still really kind of under review as to whether or not it was a real strikeout. And Brian was on the other team, and we won it one nothing. So we talked about that, and we also talked about his days with the Cardinals, um, his favorite moments in uh, in professional sports, and his decision to play both football and baseball, and, of course, Kyler Murray's decision, plus free agency at this point in the 2018-2019 offseason. Candidates can be currently working on the Braves uh, post-game show, the pre- and post-game show on Fox Sports South. Brian Jordan, presented by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, here from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios in Jupiter, Florida, on the Tim McKernan Show. Well, Brian, we are uh, fresh off a, a one nothing <laughs> thriller uh, between uh, Tito Landrum's team, which you are a part of, yes. and uh, I'm a member of Alan Bennis' team. We improved to 2-1, and, and what is your uh, record?
1: And we are a whopping 0-3 right now, which continues... Tito Landrum's losing streak of two (laughs) years of managing down here at Fantasy Camp. I was a winner until I played for (laughs) Tito.
0: (laughs) So This is a real thing. Like, I thought they were just, like, giving him some trouble. But he really is on some kind of
1: losing streak as a manager. He is on a bad streak right now. And again, I'm used to coming out here being very competitive and <laughs> and really having that winning tradition down here. I have four rings already.
0: Do you really? I do. Oh, wow. I
1: do, and so many players know that and they want to play on my team and this year I had no say so. I come down and I'm on
0: Tito's team and I knew right away that that was bad luck. <laughs> so how do you feel when you're playing like do you feel it the next day, or are you, like, you're at a point still where you're like, ah, I feel fine, man?
1: Well, you know what? I feel fine, and uh, the reason I feel fine is the Super Bowl's in Atlanta, and I have been invited to play in a celebrity flag football game. Oh, you uh, got to be on your game, Yeah, man. so I've been backpedaling and really getting my football skills back on task, <laughs> and uh, so I really worked out before here, and... Uh, you know, being 0 and 3 right now, I don't have to work as hard
0: <laughs> for the for the rest of this camp. So <laughs> you recognize the rebuilding, your exactly, Philander squad. <laughs> exactly. Yes,
1: so I am really getting prepared for next Saturday, the celebrity uh, sweat, celebrity game uh, to raise money for a great causes, military organizations, and local schools. So oh, very uh, cool. I'm happy to be a part of it, and uh, you know, it's a challenge. You know, you got Mike Vickett, quarterback, Doug Flutie, uh, a lot of current and former players is going to play in this game. So I'm on my P's and Q's, baby. All, I'm not going to embarrass myself, and I w- definitely got to get in the end zone. I
0: bet Vic can still uh Oh, he can ring it, man. Yeah. I saw
1: the game last year just in preparation. I'm kind of learning. You got to look at the film. I want to be prepared. and uh, Yeah, he's still winging it, man. Yeah, so man. Uh, It's going to be exciting to catch one of his passes.
0: I wanted to ask you, just, and I'm glad we're sitting down and talking about it, because right when Kyler Murray's situation was going on, I'm sure you've been asked about it, but I was like, I wonder what Brian Jordan thinks. I thought for sure – he was going to play baseball, and then all of a sudden, what did you think going into it? And now that he's made his decision, what do you think as we, as we sit here with the Heisman Trophy winner? Hey, Ryan Kelly is a great sponsor of this podcast. As a matter of fact, he's the studio sponsor of this podcast and has been since we started. He's online at the com. Ryan Kelly and his incredible staff with us from the very beginning. And the reason why? Well, because I know that if you are in the market to buy a home or refinance, there's only one place you want to go, and that's Ryan Kelly online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Whereas other places have shut down or had to make cuts, Ryan Kelly keeps growing. Why? Because he runs a great business where people truly do save money, and the process, whether it be of closing on a new home or refinancing, is made easier because of his staff. Ryan, good people, saving you money. Buying a home, refinancing, only one name to know and one place to go. And that's the HomeLoanExpert.com. the sponsor of our studios on the Tim McKernan Show.
1: Well, I expected his decision. I mean, how can you not, you know, make that decision? You've played all your life, baseball, football. You have a love for both sports. And this is a great opportunity, man. Nobody in the world, very minimal people, uh, myself, Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, you know, Tim Tebow and those guys never made it to the big level, but. You know, you have a chance to do something very special, and why wouldn't you do that? You got a great agent, Scott Boris, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he knows where the money is, and uh, I thought it was was great that he got drafted by Oakland Athletics' ninth pick. Uh, They gave him $4.66 million. That's nothing to, you know, pout about, but he has an opportunity to make a lot more on the football field. And for me, you know, when I first heard about the situation, and then the whole Kingsbury making that announcement when he's in college about, hey, I would take him with the first pick. Just a
0: random little interview back in like October when they were getting ready to play. uh, And that could be
1: reality though. Mm -hmm. I mean, he has an opportunity to. That would be the perfect scenario for 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 to To go to to Arizona. To go to Arizona, one spring training is there for athletics. Ah. Everybody knows that. And it's going to be important for him to spend 12 months football. So that gives him an opportunity to work with the offense coordinator while he's in spring training. Right, right, right. Get out there with his receivers. Get your timing down. And be ready for day one of football. Now he gets to play spring training, maybe play a month of league baseball, keep himself in great baseball shape, and then focus on football. Mm -hmm. Go play your three-year rookie contract or whatever out, which you're going to make $10 $15 $10 million, $15 million up front, and I think he can be an elite quarterback. Do you know? I, was,
0: I was curious how much you'd watch to him at, at Oklahoma. You
1: know what? The way he performed against Alabama opened my eyes yeah. to where I, I feel like this kid could be special in the NFL. And uh, we all see how the NFL is going now toward college offenses. You know, the, the running, shooting, gun down the field offenses – With mobile quarterbacks. So he fits the bill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's 5'9 or 5'11, whatever they come up with. But the fact that he can throw the ball down the field, run out of the pocket, and be very effective at the next level, to me, makes him different. And uh, for me, I I would love to see it. For him to go out there, play some minor league baseball along the way, continue to move up in level in those first three years like I did. And uh, then say, in three years, all right. I'm gonna go play baseball.
0: Your defensive back, Deion, defensive back, and then also special teams. Right. And then Bo Jackson, running back, is running it back. different? Any capacity for well, a quarterback?
1: That's, that's why I say it has to be the perfect scenario yeah. for him because quarterback,
0: you have to
1: play football, even not on the field, off the field in the off season, preparing for the next season. You got to have great relationships. You got to know every offensive player's assignment the defense that you're going to face. And that takes 12 months a year to get all that in your mind and and be a successful quarterback at that next level. That's why it's a difficult task for a quarterback. Deion, Bo, and myself, it was instinctive. It was athletic. And, you know, we could go out there and perform at the drop of a dime. But to be a quarterback in the the NFL, man – it's totally different
0: when you look back on your decision to do both are you like man i'm glad i did or are you like ah man i wish i would have done this different i'm really curious because i mean so like you said there's like four dudes ever who've had that chance
1: well the fact that i'm 51 and i'm still playing basketball showing up at fantasy camps <laughs> and running around <laughs> and having fun i made the right decision uh at that moment at that time i wasn't ready to give up football uh i was a uh, uh, alternate in the Pro Bowl my third year, I was ready to take off and be that man at safety, and hopefully be uh, that stable and making a Pro Bowl every mm-hmm. year. But you know, for me, I wanted to give baseball full opportunity, which I didn't in my first three years, uh, and it worked out great. Uh, after those first three years, the Raiders called to get me back on the football field, and I was that close to going to Raider Nation, but uh, Cardinals offered me another three-year deal, and I said I. Is longevity is important yeah. so it worked out great
0: i'm curious you know in st louis watching the rams be in the super bowl is not the most pleasant situation oh i bet oh i'm telling you <laughs> i didn't realize how much i wanted to see them lose until i was watching that saints game by the way that call or no call i mean i'm tilted but i obviously <laughs> I have some emotional angst toward the rams as a, as a native st louis and and you, I you have you some
1: emotional it. angst against the Saints, the fact that they're our know, <laughs>
0: robbery, and I hate the Saints. So so we acknowledge our emotional biases here. Yes. But you played in the game. I got cut from my freshman football team, so I have zero credibility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you think of I mean, oh, it it was, was that? It was, it was
1: a terrible play. Yeah. I mean, it should have been a flag, no doubt about it. But it wasn't. I don't even wasn't. know
0: how to happen. I just don't even know how to
1: happen. Yeah, uh, it, it caught me off guard, and then, I, and then I heard that the referee used to play with the Rams, so. Maybe that had a little bit to do with oh, it. He had ties to the Rams. Yeah, so that was great for me, <laughs> you know, because to have the Saints come to Atlanta and be in a Super Bowl would have been the
0: worst possible thing <laughs> that could that happen to Falcon real. fans. It you is haven't real. You have in, what, 20 years? And yeah, you're like, man, nah, I do not real. want to see the Saints it in Atlanta. It is
1: real. And now mayors. We're going at it, Uh, you know, because we were happy that the Saints (laughs) lost, and they're trying to
0: sue the refs and everybody else, As bad as I think they got banged, I'm like, I'd kind of leave the legislation out of it. Yeah, I mean, because,
1: you know, football's football. And, and, you know, just like baseball, there's going to be missed calls. Uh, We can pick so many missed calls in an NFL game. Uh, You look at that. Patriots game. How many times do you call that offside late oh, in the yeah. game in the critical the condition? The rough in the passer they call yeah, the, uh, so, the I Chiefs mean, against Brady. It it's going to happen. Right. It, it's it's nature. It's the nature of the game. Uh, but you move on. you know.
0: Brian Jordan, our guest this week on the Tim McKernan Show, and he is presented by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies online at evergreenstl.com. I've been talking about One of these sponsors and the work he can do to help you with your finances. And as I sit here at the end of January, tax forms are starting to come in. Mark Hanna reminded me that last year, the government passed a tax law that lowered taxes for most people to some of the lowest we have ever seen. But as the tax forms keep coming in, it makes me think about how much of what we make goes to paying taxes. Taxes are already one of the biggest expenses that most people ever pay, Do you ever think about what might happen if taxes go up? This is a great time to look ahead to the future and to come up with a strategy to not get killed on taxes. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, helps people every day. He helps everyday people every day. So give him a call at 314-889-0503. That's 314-889-0503. Or go online at evergreenstl.com dot com. That's Marcana Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Evergreen STL dot com. Three one four eight eight nine zero five zero three. You'll be very happy you gave him a call. Marcana Evergreen Wealth Strategies. With your ability, having played both, when you're watching football games, do you have a gauge on? usually how things will play out are you just as surprised as the average fan like I'd be curious what you think with this Patriots-Rams matchup I'm certainly weird spot considering what the Patriots did to the Rams you know 17 years ago that St. Louis will be polling for the Patriots now but are you able to see it and go yeah I kind of think the matchup here and I like the. the, I would have have liked the
1: Kansas City Rams matchup a lot better uh, to be honest you know you get tired of greatness and that's the way I feel about Brady and Belichick I mean that's the two greatest team, coaches and quarterbacks that ever played in the game. And, uh, you know, Boston's won enough, man. Everybody around this country saying enough is enough. Let's see somebody else. <laughs> but, you know what, we get a chance to see greatness once again. I mean, yeah. if Brady wins another one in Belichick and Kraft. I mean, you'll never see that again in my eyes, yeah. to be able to build a dynasty yeah, on that like football. Yeah, it's like what Wooden
0: did it at UCLA to just, like, every year, NFC, AFC Championship. Right. Every year, every year. And, and you there's, know, and there's
1: so much parity in football it's that a, it's I, I like, know.
0: how do you do that? But when you got a great
1: mind of Belichick and Brady continues to keep himself in the best shape and just shows young quarterbacks, it's all about knowledge, knowing the situation, and being prepared. Yeah. And you can be great. And uh, not many people can follow in his footsteps. But, you know, I hope the Rams win, yeah. to be honest. Oh, my word. And I know Saints <laughs> <North> fans <laughs> don't want to hear that. But, <laughs> oh, you know, my word. I have a vested hey. interest hey. anyway because hey. my best friend, her nephew, is, is uh, Micah Kaza, who graduated from the University of Richmond last year. Uh-huh. Great kid. He's a rookie for the Rams, so. Oh, really? It would be great to see him win a, his ring in his first year.
0: I don't think anybody in singles is anything against the players. Right, you know, right, or right, Sean McVay wasn't That's even. That's why I that. had to turn yeah. around. It's the player I like that, that no, I really cheer I respect a good spin. I respect. <laughs> hey, man, you know, the Cardinals, obviously, game six of the 2011 World Series, if I ever see anything like that, you know, I mean. But when, you know, covering the team, I covered the team a little bit. When you were playing, uh, whether it be the 2004 team with Edmonds and the catch and the walk-off home run and. Uh, you know, 2006 winning the World Series, 2011 with Freeze's home run. The next year they came back against the Nationals. There have been all these crazy, incredible mm-hmm. moments. And so many fan bases don't even get one of those. But still, one of my favorites ever is Game 4, the 96 NLCS. Yeah. And you guys were up 2-1 on the Braves. It looked like that game was going nowhere. Right. And Demetri Young gets a triple which is and it was to left field if i'm yeah, not mistaken which is, which is a, a phenomenon because it's not like that was vince coleman yeah and and then tied up in the bottom of the eighth yeah. and here comes brian jordan in that ballpark man i'd been to a lot of games there it was shaking it when you was, hit that home. it was an unbelievable moment and i remember dimitri
1: in that position and he was on deck and i said look whatever you do get a hit, get me in a position to win this game and uh you know, to see him go out there, and he's, he's such a competitor. I love them uh, To come through like that, yeah. I mean, it pumped me up. And uh, to be able to hit that big, big hit, yeah. uh, I'll never forget it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that night was just crazy for me because my son actually collapsed in the kids' room. And so I was – From uh, excitement or from just totally something else? He was burning hot, playing around, running around all night. And they said he just collapsed, and they were taking him to the hospital. So here it is in that moment of great emotions and excitement. I was grounded real quick, man. Really? And I,
0: did, you, yeah. did you know that going, you, you know, until the game was I over? I didn't
1: know until the game was over. I'm I in the locker room, and I see all these cameras around me, and all of a sudden somebody's in my ear saying, hey, they're taking your son to the hospital right now. He collapsed. And at that moment – cameras yeah, and everybody of, I was out over, yeah. I was out so it was <laughs> crazy emotions that night but uh he was fine and uh you know later at night I got a chance to celebrate yeah, a little absolutely.
0: bit yeah I, I've, I've, we've had a number of like Braves people on the show over the years and like Mazzoni I think Cox Chipper I did a show with Edmund so we would get these guys on Justice and they would come on and they go I'm telling you when Eckersley pointed at our dugout closing out oh, man and they all use that and i'm like
1: you know and and that was the first question i asked bobby cox when i signed with the Braves as a free agent i said bobby i said what turned everything around for you guys down three one yeah three one at night and he said look when x pointed at this dugout smokes he called a meeting right away and it's like you're waking up a sleeping dog. <laughs> And that woke up those Braves and and I remember telling, you know, my teammates, I said, We cannot go back to Atlanta. We gotta win it here. And to see Atlanta turn it around with those veteran pitching staff, man, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. We were that close. Yeah, I know. And if you remember that was Ozzy's last I year, so know. it would have been a perfect scenario for him to you know, play in that World Series and go out on top. You know, so, you know, that was that was a unique year, a very unique year. The start to the finish, amazing season.
0: What was so unique about it? I mean, you didn't have the veterans there. We didn't I, have, have the veterans. Of I mean, <laughs> I look at that roster, and you look at some of these Cardinals teams, like, going back, and it's like, that roster, some great talent, but it doesn't, like, have, like, when you talk about, like, 2004 Cardinals with Edmonds rolling, right, and pool right. holes, you know what I mean?
1: Didn't have a lot of stars, and, uh, you know, and, uh, the, the two stars were a lot older. Uh, but we had a mix of old and new and, and younger guys and the whole Tony Larusa thing coming yeah, in in 96. Yeah. And, you know, from the opening day with Ozzy and the Royce Clayton situation, yeah. I mean, it was it was an unbelievable season of a lot of turmoil throughout the season. And uh, to be able to, for the team to pull together. I remember Pag and Ozzy calling the meeting in the middle of that season. We were in L.A. saying, as a team, as players, we got to we got to come together and and, and take over and, and be us. Yeah. And we did that, and the season turned
0: around, and uh,
1: man, what a great finish! Oh yeah, that
0: was incredible mm-hmm. for that team. We went away from playing the, the Yankees in the World Series. Yeah, Ooh, that was yeah. Some of the best memory for you on the baseball field.
1: Best memory on the field, St. Louis or otherwise, because you, you know had it, it had to be Atlanta because uh, one you playing with great Cy Young winners. But to make it to the World Series for yeah. the first time in my career in 99 yeah. against those Yankees, yeah. uh, it was a thrill, man. It's something all your life you fight for, it, that big game. And uh, I don't want to talk about the results of it, but <laughs> you know what? But just to get there and feel the intensity, man, uh, it was incredible.
0: What was the deal with those teams? I mean, we we know we were going, oh, the Yankees swept the Padres. What, did they get you in four or did they get you in five?
1: Got us in four.
0: Got you in four. The Yankees got us in four. I think they got the Mets the next year in five.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was just,
0: yeah. what was it like playing against those teams? I mean, you know <laughs> if it goes to the ninth, <laughs> you're done, usually. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. but then
1: you had Roger Clemens, you had Pettit. I mean, they had a phenomenal team, man. And uh, the one thing about that whole series, we were winning early in the games. And uh, we just couldn't finish the game. Uh, we would leave the starters in a little one inning yeah. a little too long. And, you know, our leavers just didn't get that chance to – to To hold it, mm-hmm. and uh, and we we relied on our leavers all year long. They were very successful. Probably had the one of the best bullpens in the National League mm-hmm. that year.
0: But unfortunately, you know, it was just like we come up short every yeah. inning. Yankees would come back and get us in the end. Yeah, inning. that's the way that it winds mm-hmm. up working. You're doing some broadcasting now. I've been doing it for a while. Yeah, Fox Sports South. I would think. You'd be outstanding, and it doesn't surprise me that you're doing it. It's like when when you're covering players, you kind of have an idea like that guy, if he wants to do it, would be a great broadcaster, and it doesn't surprise me that you're a seasoned veteran now. You know, it's funny because uh, I never, ever thought I
1: would be broadcasting. You know, I love the game of baseball. I love the game of football, but as far as knowing the game truly, no, I played it, had fun. I was raw talent. And it was, you know, because of my personality, uh, my leadership in the clubhouse, as soon as my career ended, Fox approached me and said, Hey, come down, and uh, we would love to see if you can, you know, do a pre- and post-game show for us. And I'm like, man, whatever, man. (laughs) And my first day there, cameras on you, and I was like a deer in headlights. I didn't know what was going on. But, you know, I had a good host, Jerome Jerinovich, who taught me a lot. And once I started relaxing – and just being myself, it was it was easy. Yeah. And uh, I have fun with it. And I, I really enjoy, you know, sitting back and watching the games and, you know, picking and choosing what I want to talk about. And uh, it's been fun, yeah. 12 years. They had a legit team this year. They did. Yeah. And uh, I think they, they really are ahead of the curve. Uh, a lot of surprises last year. I understand uh, the business side of uh, baseball. But I felt like they could have been in that position early in the year if yeah. Acuna would have started the season. I, that I watched that ball. kid. I feel like
0: that's a work stoppage issue waiting to happen it with what is. they do with the, those is. guys I like hate them. to
1: see those young guys not get the opportunity to be in the season to start. I watched this kid in spring training, and Chipper Jones and Andrew Jones, two of my favorite guys, uh, former teammates, guys that when they say something, you know, I listen. Hell yeah. And they told me about Acuna, how good he was. And I, to go watch him in spring training last year, I even questioned John Sherholtz and those guys, like, what are you doing? You know, who cares anymore? Because if he has a great year, you're going to lock him up to Absolutely. a long-term deal yeah. anyway. So what the, yeah. what difference does it make? But, you know, business is business. Yeah. They have their reasons. But when he got on the scene, this team just transformed. Oh, yeah, man. That was a different world. And That's those exciting. young guys just really had fun. They gelled. And give a lot of credit to Brian Snicker. I think he handled the situation great. Mm -hmm. And uh, those guys love him. You know, and that's when you got a connection with the manager, it makes all the difference in the world.
0: James Carlton is who I made the switch to for my own personal insurance. And I recommend that you do the same. 314-961-4800 or online at carltoninsurance.net. I was so impressed with my experience with James Carlton, just with one little thing that I said I've got to make the switch to him and do so for the long haul. And so that's what we did a few months ago, and so far the difference has been crystal clear. I know a lot of people say, well, I've already got an insurance agent. I doubt you have an insurance agent that's as good at what he does as James Carlton. 314-961-4800, that's 314-961-4800, or go online at carltoninsurance.net. His name is James Carlton. His office isn't some monster corporation that's all throughout the country without personalized service. He's right in Webster Groves. And when you call there in business hours, somebody's going to pick up the phone, and you know you're going to talk to somebody about your most important investments, whether that be home, life, auto. You're going to hear from somebody right there at James Carlton. carltoninsurance.net or 314-961-4800. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton. State Farm. As a former player and also somebody who's still calling, you know, in pre and post, when you see that at this moment anyways, you and I are sitting here, Harper and Machado are unsigned. What's that make you think?
1: Well, it's kind of weird, but that's the way baseball's been going the last couple of years. Yeah, the last two off
0: seasons. I was a
1: part of the whole free agent camp last year with so many veteran free agents available. I was down at IMG coaching those guys. Really? Throwing them back in practice. You know, as a hitting coach, first base coach. So I got a chance to see it firsthand. And it's like, why are these guys here? And why aren't most of those guys here right. getting ready? And uh, and this year's the same thing. You know, you got your two prized uh, free, free agents, agents. Yeah, not signed do. this right. late. So, you know, I don't want to use the C word that everybody's <laughs> talking about, but it has to be something going on. I mean, in another example – Markakis last year for Atlanta was phenomenal. He wins the Gold Glove in right field. He wins the the what is it the Silver Slugger
0: for right award
1: field. for right fielders. Had a tremendous year, almost 100 RBIs, and you sign him to a one year deal, which ultimately would be worth six million with that option. It's like what is going
0: on? Yeah. But the fact that he's yeah. 35. That's the deal that's now. The control. Yeah. yeah. So that's the deal. Like Goldsmith, the Cardinals acquire him, and he's 31. And it's kind of like, yeah, but do you want to lock him in for five years? And it's such a different world than like when you were playing. Right, right. It's like 31 30. would have been like kind of peaking. Like, that's that's time. the young.
1: But now it's, it's 25, 24. Right. Those guys got to get their long-term deals at that age. Yeah. 30 is considered old I in know. this game. I know, man. And so things have changed. The whole analytics and everything else has changed the game. And uh, that's where it's going. you got to either accept it
0: or don't accept it, and you'll be left behind. I'm curious, and I don't want you to have to be attached to either one of their names, but just in general, would you sign a player, if they're 26, which Harper and Machado are, to a 10-year deal? No.
1: No? No. I would not do it. Uh, What's your reasoning? Just because of health reasons. I mean, people don't realize 162 games – it's a long time, and then you. I played three out here with you, and I'm ready to shut her down. <laughs> yeah. And then you look at the type of players. I mean, Bryce Harper. I love Bryce Harper, and he plays the game hard. And the one reason I remember, and I was told that I wasn't a Cardinal my whole career. It was in my first six years. I played the game too hard, so they didn't want to give me a long-term deal. So Feeling I'm, like you
0: were injury-prone because of because that I you played, played
1: hard? the game too hard. And you know, you look at Harper running into walls full speed. You got to sit there and scratch your head and say, man, am I going to invest 10, ten years right. in a guy like that that might run into that wall? You know, it's in him. You know, he's an instinctive player, and he's a great player. So 10 years is, is a long time for me yeah. to, to invest that type of money mm-hmm. in one player. Do you think Machado in the postseason played a role in the fact that he's still blowing in the wind? He really hurt his cause uh, in the postseason from his actions. And, uh, you know, everybody's like, oh, Machado, so you get 10 years too. If Bryce Harper's, I'm like. You can't shoot yourself in the foot like yeah, that, you, can't you know. And, and effort is everything. And if you lack your effort, and the world sees you, you know, you're going to blow it. So mm-hmm. I think
0: he'll probably get offered
1: a, a seven-year, 175 million dollar. It might be his best
0: offer. That might be as good as it or gets. Might as good as it gets. Final thought: I think the next step for you is to, to take over for Tito here the next couple days. <laughs> I think the squad needs a better draft strategy. There's a, a, with all due respect, of course, because I struck out, so I've got no no place to say anything. But the pitching need a little more depth on the team, and I just yeah. don't know if Tito came in with a with a good game plan in your in your draft.
1: He did not come in with a good game plan, and uh, I know myself and and Josh Kenny, we really tried to add some support there, but uh, I think we sh- swung and missed also with some of our <laughs> prospects. <laughs> so I can't fully blame Tito. <laughs> But uh, his
0: record stands for itself. He's, he's bad. <laughs> Brian, I've enjoyed it, man. Oh, right. i enjoyed it, too, man. Thank you. Thank you. So there it is, our conversation with Brian Jordan here from Cardinal Spring Training in Jupiter, Florida. Brian participating in the Cardinal Fantasy Camp and talking it over there about a wide variety of topics with baseball and football and, of course, the upcoming Super Bowl that so many of us are dreading. In so many different ways. I uh, didn't realize that Saints-Falcons thing ran that deep that Brian is uh, was passionately pulling for the Rams. Um, really enjoyed the thoughts on free agency as well. I know that's a hot topic in St. Louis, so to get a former player, a former Cardinals perspective on what's going on in that, I enjoyed that. And then, of course, the decision that he made to play both football and baseball. And then Kyler Murray's decision here and how Brian can give some insight on what he thinks will make the most sense, which is the Arizona Cardinals drafting him. And then that way he is right there for spring training with the A's. That does make a lot of sense. So Brian Jordan, just a really good guy. Good to catch up with him, get some insight on a variety of topics, and also go down some of his memories with the Cardinals. Presented by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies from... The studios studios on the road for the next couple of months in Jupiter, Florida. So we will be bringing you cardinal interviews throughout this time along with questions from the audience. Any of your thoughts are always welcome. Team McKernan at InsideSTL.com. We welcome you with your questions, with your feedback. Team McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Thank you to Ryan Kelly. Thank you to Mark Hanna. Thank you to James Carlton. Uh, Mike Judy of Mike Judy Presents at MikeJudyPresents.com. And Johnny Landoff Chevrolet online at Landoff.com. And you can check them out in person at Highway 270 in the Washington Elizabeth exit. It's Johnny Landoff Chevrolet a sponsor here on the Tim McKernan Show. For my producer, Nick Yale, here in Florida. For my producer, Pete Eichels, back in St. Louis, along with the great Iggy Strode. I'm Tim McKernan. Hope you've enjoyed another edition of the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the Home LoanExpert.com studios in Jupiter, Florida. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help